Episode 370 of Fourth uh, and John. I'm Gail Saunders here with Mal Davis in the building. Here. It's a two, two man show today. Shout out to shout out to Evan and uh, shout out to Prime and Hollis yes, on sir. the road on the road to victory per usual. But uh, it's been a minute, Mal. I mean, uh, I know we had a preseason game that happened last Thursday. Um, I'm going to be honest, and you know me as much of a geek as I am about the dumbest stuff about the Eagles about preseason third fourth fifth string that was probably hands down one of the m- most boring preseason games i've been to in a long time like i had i had moments of like all right let me get a read his ice maybe i'll f- spice things up okay and then the, the injuries after injuries it didn't mm-hmm. it didn't pop off until later in the game i think tanner mckee really had himself a day i think uh, yeah. uh talking about turning the the book on qb3 I think uh, McKee was definitely the star of the show. I mean, the injuries also made their ugly way into the conversation. I think uh, from a um, from a perspective, like a, from a fan's perspective, watching that game, uh, you could have been shocked and uh, to see how many people got injured. And I want to before I pass it on to you, I just want to note to all you fans out there and media members who were saying that Eagle fans were. Uh, doing the wave during injuries, I, most of them didn't know players were injured at that moment. Uh, I took video of it. I took it down because I was just like, "Let's move on." But uh, Mal, how you been, man? I'm good, bro. <clears throat> Chilling was uh, away on vacation with the fam, so um, I didn't even watch the game, son. Like I checked on the stats and like saw some highlights and stuff, but I didn't watch the game itself. I was with my family. Uh, you know, preseason, man, I, I'm excited. I know one thing, Tanner McKee turning up um, and, you know, Marcus Mariota, I, I thought he would be a good fit uh, from a system standpoint. But also we talked a bit about the fact that Tanner McKee, uh, get it out quick, man, right? It has a pretty decent arm on him. So um, he's playing some good football. It was unfortunate. You mentioned the injuries, uh, Tyree Cleveland getting injured. He was trying to make a push potentially to be one of those last wide receivers. And so, yeah, man, um, just excited to, to be on here. Um, and what's, what's up to all the folks in the comments as usual? Let's turn it up, boy. Yeah. Um, I mean, overall, I just think for the back end of the roster guys that are trying to make us make a name for themselves, I think this is where you do it. Yeah, I think sure. um, everyone keeps talking about this. I'm not going to say battle, but I think – in terms of uh, there's a there's a lot of trace ther- ser- sermon stands out there, hmm. and I think we we I think we already know. Just you know, if you could go look at the snaps. This will tell you if you're playing this week, the Eagles feel a certain way about you because you know if you mean anything to the day one uh, being a day one starter, you are not going to be playing mm-hmm. this week. Um, what do you, what do you, what are your thoughts on Trey Sermon and, um, the, the Sean Penny, uh, 
competition. You got to go and take it, right? <laughs> that like that's what the point of all of these reps are. That's what the point of these preseason games are is for you to show that that you're worth getting out there on the field. It seems like Kenny Gainwell is actually sort of taking away the the big back role um, <clears throat> and doing well with it. So I thought that Rashad Penny would jump out to the front as far as like that lead early down back. It doesn't seem like that's happening. Sermon fumble right and so you can't also put the rock on the ground you know you know these are the opportunities where you get a chance to show that you could be trusted um and the one thing for sure that will get that erased is putting the ball on the ground so uh neither of them really stood out kennedy brooks i thought might do a little something this time around too but um nothing so i don't know man i feel good about uh swift and about gainwell i think penny ends up making it and then we'll see what they do if they do carry a fourth uh, running back I mean, at the end of the day, Boston Scott. Sorry. Yeah, I feel I feel feel a certain way about uh, the running back room. I feel like I feel I feel like I know where it's at right now. I mean, if you're looking at the snaps from last uh, preseason game, Boston Scott had three snaps. Rashad Penny had six. Kenny Gainwell had eight. Trey Sermon had 18, and Kennedy Brooks had 28. Again, you talk about that fumble. I mean, it's is as much as uh, if you go inside. Um, the Novacare. Um, shout out to um, uh, my boy Liam that hooked that 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 uh, that that uh, tore through the, the Novacare. You will see how important it means to. Uh, they have signs everywhere about like, you know, protecting the football. It means a lot to Sirianni. So the fact that uh, he put the ball on the ground, he made it up for a touchdown um, in the game. I think. Uh, Prime has fully been committed. I think. I think. I think Evan has also been committed to the Trey Sermon over Penny crowd. I mean, Rashad Penny is a better football player, so I'm not committed <laughs> to that crowd whatsoever. Of the two of them, I know who's better. Um, so, yeah. I mean, there, there are some numbers out there if you look into it. I mean, there's a. You have to think about. I'd say you, you you have to think about uh, Penny and you know what he's done throughout his his time. He's he's got the numbers to back it up. His yards um, per carry in the games he's played is healthy, right? Like it's was six yards, six point one yards a carry or something like that. I think so it's around five point seven. I think it's, <clears throat> it's tied with a uh, former Hall of Famer. Um, is up there, is what I know, right? So mm-hmm. you know when you're talking about the two of them, I, I know who Rashad Penny is. I don't know who Trey Sermon is. Uh, this is an Eagles backfield that, re- like, realistically, Boston Scott is diminutive. And so if Trey Sermon was really like that, he should be taking Boston Scott's spot. And so the fact that we even arguing about whether or not he should be on this team, to me, still says that Trey Sermon isn't there yet. But, you know, if they want to go young um, and somebody's still under roster control, there you go. Uh, but Rashad Penny's making some change this year, too. So um, <clears throat> I just want to see somebody take it, the, take the, the backfield over. Uh, I hope over the season to see Gainwell and Swift s- split it up pretty well and, and, you know, get Boston Scott involved during those giant games <laughs> so he could rumble 400 and, uh, and get us over the top, man. I mean, the little amount that Boston Scott does make, I think it, it's it's worth what he's getting paid was 1.9 mil. He's, he's getting paid, paid the most out of the group. But I think uh, in terms of Swift, Swift and Gainwell, I, I, I – 
you know, it's a mix and match. I think Gamewell has proved, like, this is what I'm going to say, like, about, about rookies that come in. Gamewell proved right away as a rookie he was serviceable. Mm-hmm. Um, things that I've liked That's to see in, in training camp is, like, Sidney Brown showing up. Again, from, the, from pretty much he's been flashing. Uh, Jalen Carter pretty much been dominating. Um, Lane Johnson called he called Jalen Carter a um, what do you call him? Geno Atkins. Geno Atkins. Um, yeah. A bigger Geno Atkins. I think in terms of uh, rookies flashing it, again, um, as Jordan says, Tanner should be QB number two. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the Eagles won't say that, but um, I think in terms of ball placement, throwing with anticipation, he made it look easy. I'm not going to say, like, obviously, it's it's uh, back in the roster guys that he's going up against. But the fact that he look good out there, he's putting the ball where it's supposed yeah. to be. Uh, I was had, had an argument with House <laughs> on the phone, per usual. He's like, he's like, yeah, but he's just doing against uh, third stringers. But I'm saying he's showing up. And, well, and and that's the time, right? It's like you want to see him. It's like when you're watching somebody in high school, the, the big superstar athlete in high school, if they aren't, if it's not illuminated quite clearly, right, that like they may have a, a issue transitioning. And so with Tanner, he's showing that he can make these plays. He comes from a pro-style offense. He came from a system at Stanford that has put dudes in the league before, right? Like this isn't some foreign conclusion. And he looks good. He passes the eye test, right? I think if you get into the advanced metrics, even though it's against third stringers, he's going to pass those things too. Whereas Marcus Mariota is clearly making mistakes continuously and had a really tough year in Atlanta, right? And so, like, on the back of that tough year in Atlanta, he looks like the same player. And so in a situation where you have to get production from your backup quarterback, carry three, right? Um, But – if it came down to putting somebody in the game, I think at this point, I want to see what McKee has, bro, right? Like, I might try to rotate him in to get him some snaps versus the second team um, in this last preseason game just to see if he can excel there as well. I mean, obviously, two different skill sets. You look at uh, Mariota's game and you look at Tanner McKee's game, a little bit different. Um, but I think Mariota, his mobility is something that you like. Um, you got to be accurate, bro. Right. Yeah. Like you talked about yeah. Tanner McKee is precision. And so, yes, you can be athletic and yes, you can run around and yes, you can make plays with your legs. But in the end of the day, at quarterback, it comes down to your ability to throw the ball and make completions. I think if we if we really sit and look at the body of work this summer, I trust Tanner McKee more than I trust Marcus Mariota. But we've never seen McKee do it when it really counts versus we've seen Mariota win games before, even with just his legs. So. Um, I think it's back to like the sermon versus uh, um, Rashad Penny sort of conversation. You have your established veteran that we know we what we get with them, and then we have this younger player who shows some, you know, pop, shows something good, but we don't know what they got yet because they haven't done it when it matters. So, um, talk about uh, there's this, Drew brought up uh, the advanced stats here on uh, Rashad Penny. Um, He's a monster dude for real, for real. Uh, sure. I mean, they're 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 interesting when you it's look good, at them. Yeah, I mean, um, he he got it, man. I had and you no and like behind this offensive line, where you know you're looking at his his yards before contact with us in a situation at Seattle that wasn't nearly as good as what he'll have here. So 
I was always excited about that pairing, but for whatever reason, he hasn't really, again, jumped out in front there with that competition, uh, whereas it seems like DeAndre Swift has a very specific role as the pass catcher. Kenneth Gainwell is like the hybrid. Boston Scott, you know, you rotate him and they get some reps. Um, so, yeah, who who's going to be that big back? Is it either of them, right, Sermon or or uh, Penny? Is it somebody else that gets cut in, in later in training camp or uh, at a roster cut downs? Yeah, uh, but we'll see. Now, Rashad Penny, uh, some numbers from Ruben Frank from NBC Sports Philadelphia. Over the last three years, he has the 77th most rushing attempts in the NFL, with the ninth most 20-yard runs, which is 16, and the hmm. fifth most 40-yard touchdowns, which is three. Uh, he's got a 6.3 average in 2021, 6.1 last season. He's one of only 12 running backs in NFL history with two seasons with a 6.0 average on 50 or more carries and one of just three running backs to do it in consecutive years. Uh, his five games since 2020 with at least 135 rushing yards trail only Derrick Henry and Jonathan Taylor, but he's only played 20. He's only played 18 games since 2020 so he's had 135 yards and 28 percent of his games over the last three years uh bringing up that name uh people in the comments also brought it up jonathan taylor was also spotted um at at camp today um i'm sure he he's he's been given he's been given permission to seek a trade um you you know eagle fans will uh you know make make something out of nothing but he was in a uh, hoodie that said uh i am stronger than my darkest days <laughs> uh he's a south jersey native um so he's in the area right now i, he- I already heard he's been riding his bike around town in south jersey <laughs> yeah this, this, these, these are facts um jonathan taylor anything so. you're, you're you're gonna you're 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 ready to move on from the jonathan taylor conversation i can see no it's, it's no conversation to have that it, that came and went instantaneously how he is not about to invest if anybody he cares less about running back than maybe anybody in the nfl as far as like uh personnel and decision makers so there's no way yeah that you give up a first round pick plus the dude wants 16 million a year you end up in a contract stalemate in a holdout or a hold in with him next year. It's just not worth it. There's no conversation to have. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Robert says, uh, our running back depth is solid. Plug and play on situational yardage downs. You know, Robert makes uh, perfect sense. I think you have guys that are versatile, hybrid types. Um, mm-hmm. Again, look at, look at, look at, you know, he might be built like a Care Bear, but man is. He's got some good numbers down by the goal line, that which is Boston Scott. Mm-hmm. Also gives you special teams at the end of the day. I saw Gainwell's him. tough, man, for for his size. Like he's tough behind his pads, man. He gets his pads le- pad level low. Um, he gets square and he runs between the tackles. He's not just some outside toss guy. So yeah, I feel good about the room. Uh I, I wish again that somebody would kind of just shake out and be that guy, at least to be the lead dog in that rotation, but Situationally, like you said, you could really implement just about any of them. Now, uh, says Taylor would be an insane pickup, but I wouldn't risk it. We should be okay with the backs we have, plus the compensation the Colts want as well as salary cap. Uh, if you talk about salary and the numbers, um, all the backs that we have on uh, the roster right now are getting paid less than Miles Sanders in total. Yes. So that is how we season, right? Um, 
Allie says, uh, you're right, but we can never stop dreaming, knowing how he, anything can happen. Nonetheless, I know it won't happen. Yeah, if this um, was like a, a superstar somewhere else, that made sense, right? But you're talking linebacker, you're talking running back. How are we not moving on that? Like, it's just not going to happen. Swain says, I feel like we should carry five back since the game will swift catch, so they will so, – so well, Trey being – I just think – I'm trying to figure out I, – I don't think you need five running backs. I don't think so either, especially because Boston Scott gives you those special team reps. Um, you're, you're, so, for me, I, I, I would say it's more so four backs. And, and, again, if Trey makes it, that means one of Rashad Penny or Boston Scott doesn't. Um, but I don't I don't think so. What's good, Drew? Uh, I don't think that they carry five though. <laughs> uh, Rex says, the last thing I want to see is McKee and Mariota Wildcat play. It rarely worked with Wentz and Hurts. It's a, it's a weird team. Man. I, I, I've seen people mention Nick Foles. I've seen the weirdest people mention, yeah, you know, Carson, Carson Wentz. We're bringing them back. <laughs> um, I don't think you need to, yo. I think that I think McKee is the in-house option. Uh, I think he gives you what you're looking for. Shout out to uh, y'all in the comments. Shout out to Nina, um, the good folks from Florida. Um, shout out to your mom as well. Um, Bob from Down Under says Mariota should get first shot as backup, but as soon as he turns the ball over, McKee is in. I, I, re I really want to see a, a lot of uh, Mariota. Give. I'm not gonna say a lot. Give him, give him the first quarter. You know what I'm saying? He needs to get his rhythm. Um, you agree? Yeah, I mean, I would still be prioritizing getting Tanner McKee some actual reps. First competition that I feel is a, at least a close representation of what he may face in the NFL game. So, giving Mariota as many reps as he needs to feel prepared. But I think that this is a great chance for. McKee to really, yeah, just do what he needs to do. Um, really, anybody, everybody that's sort of on the fringes, right? Like Zach McPherson going down forces a bunch of other young corners into the into the equation, and so there are a lot of positions still kind of up for grabs, right? Like Zach Cunningham for the linebacker spot. Like there are people that still are trying to. The three people rotate in on the first team safety with, with Reed Blankenship. And so, you know, there's a lot of positions still open, um, a lot of things to still figure out, which is exciting, but also sort of nerve-wracking as we get closer and closer to the season. Now, speaking of um, the linebacker position, I'm trying to think who had a better career in Philadelphia with Frank Gore Miles or Jack. Miles Jack. At now, least Miles Jack put the put the damn jersey on, son. He at least came to practice once. Uh, yeah, shout out to uh, Prime for getting us in that access to um, the last joint practice. The number one thing, you know, I've said it on the spot numerous times about how much I liked Miles Jack and wanted to see him here in Philadelphia. I didn't know exactly where he was at. I think he was a little – he's not the same guy he was uh, when yeah. he first came into the league. But uh, as we – and a bunch of other Eagle fans look at Miles Jack. We all were uttering the same words under our breath, like Miles Jacks looks like. I thought he was. I mentioned on the last podcast about how he 
he looked like 10 pounds. He didn't, he looked like a safety out there. Mm. Um, and then as you, as, as, as the week went on, um, all the beats were saying pretty much it is a Cunningham battle with Ellis with Morrow getting some snaps in but right now. It seems Dean locked in Cunningham, um, got the position. And then I said, maybe Jack didn't, I mean, he showed up here with two pairs of draws, bro. I'm talking about, was he prepared? I also feel like the mental piece, right? That like his body, maybe he could have gotten there physically, but mentally is draining, it's taxing. Um, it's a reason why a lot of veterans like to pick and choose and wait things out before they even come in because they want to skip camp. So maybe that was for him the fact that like I don't have the grind in me. Um, he's still a young dude and he had the degenerative knee issue coming into the NFL. So it was always, you know, a situation where it could be a, a home run or it could be a miss, but they took the swing and I love that. Um, and I also like the fact that Cunningham came in and uh, has been making some plays. Uh, Kemsky was talking about how long his arms are. He's definitely one of the, the bigger linebackers. So uh, good to see that. Um, I thought Nicholas Morrow might, I know, uh, <laughs> I know Tank loves Morrow. I thought he might put up a better fight. But once they brought Miles Jack and Zach Cunningham in, the writing was kind of on the wall. And then the Kobe Dean came back from injuries and it's shown that he's clearly the starter on the other side. So, um, yeah, man, like, again, a lot of open competitions, people still fighting for jobs. And, and I'll be curious to see what that final 53 looks like. Mm. Now we're talking about uh, this 53. I know uh, Ben, a.k.a. Bob, he said uh, he said that uh, – you know, he mentioned the depth. I think when you talk about depth and um, talk about this team, you think about the first. The first units are pretty, pretty nice. Pretty nice. I, I think mm-hmm. across the defensive line, we do have we have depth. But in terms of the linebacker position, I feel like the Eagles. We all know they, you know, go ride the whip at linebacker. Hmm. It's almost like they're watching their linebacker develop as as they go, which is very interesting just to, to say the least for a team that's so stacked they don't it's like they're like all right we'll we'll it's almost like uh you know we all uh procrastinate in our lives sometimes they procrastinate the linebacker position and they'll they'll figure it out as they go and that's what they, that's what they're doing um drew has a question here he says um thoughts on this one final cut process they implemented you think it will be huge news frenzy I love it, man. I, I like the fact that it gives teams time to really give folks an opportunity to get snaps, to get opportunities, you know, to get some good looks at them. Um, I think it will be a huge news frenzy, too, just because it'll be a massive amount of people getting cut down. Um, and then on the other side, people going through the waivers process and getting picked up and practice squad and all of that stuff. It'll be it'll be a frenzy for sure. But like, that's the kind of stuff that I love. I love um, when you have a bunch of news all at once and you sifting through it and, and getting excited and figuring it out, it'll be, uh, as always, I want to know what undrafters make the team, right? Um, and then also what is how we do to continue to churn the bottom of the roster to, to make it better and, and keep improving. Hmm. Now, I think in terms of just the, the way that the Eagles or and the rest of the NFL, you know, deploying talent out there, you're going to see their battles in those joint practices. 
Like mm-hmm. the rest of these younger guys, they need the reps. I think it's great for them to get more opportunities. Um, again, you know, with the way the Eagles are moving, they're you know, I mean, at last that last preseason game, and there was there was a lot of injuries. Um, mm-hmm. uh, again, um, e- some news and notes here: the Eagles waived injured three players. Tyree Cleveland uh, had a neck concussion. Thank God, uh, you know, he, he's okay. Um, right. No Ellis had undisclosed injury. Zach McPherson, guy they drafted, torn Achilles. Uh, they released Greedy Williams. It was an early favorite to be CB2 and uh, Ty Zentner. But I think, you know what? These younger dudes, Josh Job has solidified uh-huh. CB2. I think uh, Mario Goodrich. Mm-hmm. Has been getting some outside, uh, has been been getting some looks. Um, with uh, Rex making plays, like yeah, Rex making plays. Mm-hmm. So and again uh, with McPherson going down, uh, my my attention now pivots to this cornerback room because it's a real interesting one because we have Avante who's had to battle through injuries. And then we have Slay, who is getting older and over the past two seasons has had to battle through some stuff. Bradbury just turned 30. So I think just in general, what you said is our starters are established. And not only are they established at pretty much every position, we have some really good football players. When you go to that second part, who's behind them, it gets kind of spooky at some of these really key positions. And so I want to see who ends up making the team as the outside backup cornerbacks but it will be one of these young dudes and all three of the folks that we talked about were undrafted free agents. So, um, you know, are, will they be ready when their number gets called? Somebody got to step up for special teams because McPherson was a core special teamer. So, you know, it's a lot. Now um, I'm trying to, my, my brain just went somewhere, but uh, the cornerback from LSU, Makai uh, Gardner Gardner. Yeah, playing he's some a, good back football too. He continuously, you, uh, we've said this on the pod uh, numerous times about the first time he made a play and he he, he punted the ball and uh-huh. <laughs> Coach Sirianni said, "You haven't done Jack in the NFL yet." Well, he's doing he's doing Jack. Yeah, he's doing some Jack Sirianni. Um, and all SEC dudes minus Mario Goodrich, right? That like Joe uh, Garner, LSU. Uh, Ricks was Alabama, you know, so they they played some good football and all of those guys were also highly ranked in high school. So we know that they could play. Uh, but again, similar to Tanner McKee, Sermon, a lot of these young guys, can they do it in the NFL? Who the heck is going to show up behind, you know, our wide receivers? Yo, Meanie. Uh, who's going to show up? Blue Meanie's going to show up, a.k.a. Brian Heffron in the building. If If you don't like it, he will body slam you. Uh, shout out to 2020 Vision in the building as well, Mr. Greetings and Salutations. I just deleted Shut his up. photo out of the uh, – I would have brought it up. Perfect timing, man. I would have brought it up. Um, yes, Deshae with Makai Garner, um, uh-huh. SEC script, as Mark oh. Bird would say. Um, I'm trying to think, man, um, what I'm trying to see from some of the guys, but, you know, Preseason is going to allow us to see. I'm trying to also make up my mind if I'm actually going to the game. Someone just yeah. offered me tickets, front seat, nice. first Ooh. row. You got to go, player. But would you? Oh, I mean, City. 
Would you? I don't. Would you? Would you go to a preseason game? No. Yeah, somebody just gave me front row tickets to the go to the game and pull up. Of course. Okay. After last the last week. Um, man, you the king of the city, man. Nah, you man they got to see you out. You got to nah, be out nah, and about, man. man. Can't I was like, the, the, Reed, the Reed is ice could be the, the major pulling to get me to, to go to this next game. But um, no, I do I do want to see who uh, put some good tape out there. Mm-hmm. Pete Nathan has already solidified his cornerback depth. He goes with Darius Slay, Bradbury, Maddox, Job, Ringo. Ricks and Goodrich and I'm Garner. They need to get Kelly Ringo on the Pilates, bro, and like yoga, open them hips up because that boy shit is tight. But he can't swing them things open worth a gosh darn. So the you know, the play where he got cooked, he got cooked a couple times where he couldn't he couldn't open up, man. I mean, I pl- I played cornerback in my my day. You know, That's when you exactly. turn your when you when you turn your head. He actually turned his head correctly, but he lost focus on the ball. I mean, he's got the length, he's got the speed, he's got mm-hmm. he's 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 I guess he's agile, but he's stiff. That's what I'm saying. He can't he can't open up. He can't he can't turn and and change directions quick enough. Um, so yeah, he I, but he could play. Uh, you know, he could definitely play. Somebody that I'm excited to see continue to develop and grow, but you you see his limitations, and there still are the same limitations that he faced at Georgia. Uh, but that that bottom of the cornerback group is young, tall, uh, and physical, and so you know I like that when you have boundary corners that are willing to mix it up, uh, come up and run support, all of those sorts of things. It's important to set that edge. Bob says Brady Russell and Garner look like special team or dark horses. Again, you know, another player who needs to get some um, pub, I guess, Justin Evans. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, he he showed some physicality out there. I know um, Eagles might be high on him. Mm-hmm. Higher than in for the first higher team. Higher than most. Um, Evans and uh, Brown. Reed Blankenship locked. Um, and I think Sidney Brown – He's he's I don't know if he's I don't know if the Eagles feel like he's ready yet right now, but I feel like they're ready for his rotation. Yeah, he's in a rotation. He's definitely in a rotation. I think now is it Edmonds or is it Evans that he's rotated with? I do want to see still again. I I still want to see um, him break down, start wrapping up a little bit more. Um, Sydney. Because he, he's a wreck. He flies. He's a, he a, a wild child, reckless. bro. You you know what you're getting with him, man. He all, Full he speed, all gas, no brakes. I mean, like he, uh, don't, he don't know how to slow down. Talk about not slowing down in practice. He's he's started up a couple fights. He's 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 been edgy. I like that. Another another player on this team uh, who's going to log into I am it's always him.com. Derek Barnett. Uh, got in the face of uh, Anthony Richardson. Um, started a little scuffle. It started to pile on as a uh, Zaire Franklin got the best of Kenny Gainwell. And then Jason Kelsey took it into his own hands and put the hacksaw Jim Duggan on Franklin and laid him out cheap shot 
esque. Uh, to the point where, as a captain of the team, he had to apologize for his behavior. He said the tensions got the best of him. Do you like that energy from from Jason Kelsey? Yeah, hell yeah, absolutely, um, absolutely. Yo, you, it is what it is. Because the way that they, it was described is, I guess Franklin cheap shot it Kenny Gainwell first, and so you know it's retaliation. Um, you you want to be careful with cheap shots because you don't want to injure somebody in a in a practice situation like that. But also, I always want to see teammates sticking up for teammates. Like that's what camaraderie is, and the Eagles are a very close knit group. So uh, Kelsey going to take care of his own man. Um, turn you know how I feel, man. Turn up, bro. Uh, and it's funny that the whole joint got shut down. Um, and we'll see what kind of spillover because they said it was chippy all day long. So. Uh, what kind of spillover happens in a preseason game, but you got to hold your people down, bro. So I'm never going to argue with somebody about that. Uh, in cool tone says you are Nick Sirianni, Nick Sirianni, start bench cut. He's got Makai Garner, mm. Kelly Ringo, Eli Ricks. Who do you have Mal here starting at what mm. position? A gunner? If you well, let's say starting if if we had to start one of them at let's corner outside corner boundary corner and not even gonna uh, so if they had to if I'm gonna be honest is start Eli Ricks bench Kelly Ringo cut Makai Garner for me Kelly Ringo uh, he just has the draft capital behind him that will keep him in that consideration but Eli Ricks can actually open up his hips and move. Um, and, and it's somebody that has already shown at least in limited snaps that he can play in the NFL. So uh, that would be my three. What about you? I'm going to go in the same ilk right there. I think uh, I would love to get Garner on the practice squad if we're in this oh, in this, in this situation here. Yes. I do think he's, he's brought a level of energy to the – to the. Uh, he's physical. You know, Drew says uh, you have yeah. to go. Come on, bro. Somebody gave you tickets. You got no, it. Go. I, I didn't say good price. You're the king of the city, bro. Good good, good price. No flex. This is just yeah, commentary. You know, y'all know how Gail do. Like, yeah, you know, somebody just hooked me up. I'm going to be front row, but I don't know if I'm going. That's that's how I know you're the king of the city. You no, know, well, that, my thing is, yo, uh, with this new house, uh, there's, I've had so much, so many meetings with contractors that I can't I don't even know who I met with there's been so much do a football because I'm I'm either gonna just do house stuff or or just be irresponsible but treat your shorty to a game go or stick to my love and just go to put your flyest kicks on and promote fourth and John and promote your 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 customized kicks and yeah man yeah. So uh, John says, I'm not sure these backups are built for nickel. Roseman might need to look at the waiver wire. I do think he's, I I do think they are going to work the waiver wire. I think Eli Ricks could kick inside. Um, and Mario Goodrich is said to take Goodrich over the role for inside. Zach. Mm-hmm. I mean yeah. Zach. Exactly. Um, Bob said you move out. Yeah, not yet. I'm. Trying to get in there, man. Oh, Trying to get in there, man. It's, it's a whole, it's a whole vibe. I understand uh, people's uh, stress when it comes to uh, moving and 
to a house. Um, in a cool tone, talks about uh, the heat sinking missile, Sydney Brown. Good vibes, good vibes right now. I think, mm-hmm. um, I just think, I just his approach to the game. I think, hopefully, younger guys in the locker room see that. I think uh, he, he he's looking for the respect of the the elders in the group. You just can't come in and say I'm gonna take. You got to show up and earn that respect in the locker room. I think the guys like Jason Kelsey. I always look at this photo that I took back at Lehigh of Jason Kelsey first um, first time out there at training camp. Dude looked. Everybody in the crowd was like, who's that short dude with the big beard? Couldn't even see. His beard was out of control, feisty. And here he is, like the elder elder statesman in the group, holding his guys down, like like him uh, sticking up for his players. Obviously, you know, he didn't want to cheap shot or hurt anyone. But when they get back in the locker room, they're like, yo, he's a real one. Definitely a real one. Exactly. Uh, Rack says, says, drinking game rule. If you see Barnett get flagged, take a shot. You're going to be drunk. <laughs> Yo, they were, they, the, uh, the level, the amounts of uh, fake news that were rolling out there, they were saying that Barnett cheap shotted Anthony Richardson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and no he, way. ESP came in. He's like, no, it, that did not happen. It's, I mean, that's one of those things where in a game maybe, but not in training camp, yo. 2020 comes in. He says uh, that's a decent safety. Reads Evan Wallace-Brown. I mean, if you're going to look at the, the snaps here, um, this is kind of you, – you're wondering where exactly are the um, – where they, they, they actually feel, you know what I'm saying? I think uh, Wallace had what fifty-two snaps last game. Mm. We're talking. That's a lot of snaps. I mean, what do you need to see from Wallace in, in the fourth quarter? If you about to get cut, is what they're looking at. That's what I'm. Yeah, that's I'm wondering where they're at. You know what I'm saying? Because you yeah, know, uh, it's been a it's been a minute, man. Kayvon Wallace. I mean, was he, that? he definitely had his opportunity to uh, take off um, and, and take this job. You know, Reed Blankenship came in and did what he was supposed to do, adapted very quickly and, you know, jumped over Kayvon Wallace. They had to go out and, and get multiple safeties, even with Wallace on the roster already. So, uh, yeah, man, he had his chances. Um you, you got to do what you got to do. You got to take the the opportunity. What's good, my boy, and and run with it. Uh, and he just has not done that. Uh, as I always say, I was excited about Wallace coming out of Clemson. Uh, I thought that he'd be able to give you a good third safety, some nickel snaps. But baby, Benjamin speaking my language. A friendly <laughs> reminder: Cowboys do suck. Um, Benjamin also coming off the top rope says the league is not ready for what the birds are getting ready to unleash on them. This is the, just the excitement level in the area. Uh, everybody wants to talk about the Eagles. Uh, mm-hmm. Was that like again doing house stuff at Home Depot? Shout out to uh, the people I met at Home Depot today. They were didn't 
couldn't. I'm like just trying to buy paint. And the guy's like he's talking about. He wants to talk more about Eagles than the paint. So I definitely enter, entertained the conversation. Um, so people are out here, man. People yeah. are out here. Uh, we we did want to announce something. Well, we're here at this moment. <laughs> uh, we announced what, what trips we'll be going to. Shout out to Philly Sports Trips. If you guys are looking to book a trip to Philly with Philly Sports Trips, get out there and do it now. Uh, they got a n- numerous amounts of trips out there that you can go to. Yes, Check sir. them out at phillysports.com. Follow them out on all socials at Philly Sports Trips, PHL. If uh, my computer would start working, I could get I could get it for you, right on the ticker. Um, they're at Sports Trips PHL. Uh, we decided to go to New England. Mm-hmm. Got to go to the opener. Mm-hmm. Um, and then L.A. Mm-hmm. L.A. is a good thing. Man, shout out to L.A. Man. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I hope they're recovering from from the earthquake and rain and all of that. That's a lot going on on that side. Yeah, so. all you Eagle fans of LA, hope you guys are good. I saw the yeah, photo yeah, of the, the stadium, there, bro. Yeah, word. Stay safe. That's some wild stuff. Um, our third trip will be to KC, and then we'll follow mm-hmm. up with a trip to December, trip to Dallas in December. Nice. So that's there a trip. That's a trip every month. It could get real out there. Washington is in the books. It's a lot of good. It's a lot of good trips right there too, man. You know, Prom's gonna be in the building because he got his seat, his license. You feel me? So, so Primo, good all the home games. He in the building. I saw the picture, man. Shouts out Prime, man, for real, because that's big time right there. That's a that's a life goal, dog. So, uh, I'm so happy to see the homie accomplish it. Um, Post up, shine on them on on them people, man. When you at these games, do it big, homie. It's it's funny because uh, <laughs> you know la- over the last two years, you know I, I've been in, in control of those those tickets, so I had mm-hmm. to prime now owns the seat, so I'm like prime. I'm at your you know, whatever games you're la- you allow me to go to, I will go to, and then we'll work it out. So I, just to see him happy again, if I was that's a that's a that's a great. Honor to have seats. Um, yeah, for sure. Definitely is. So uh, we we says this season is gonna be even more special than last season. Unfinished business. Mister Iflow in the building. Check him out on all socials. Uh, what 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 are you what are you trying to see from um, like who, who what players are you actually looking at? Um, you want to see something from uh, versus the Colts? I think at this point, it's really locked in already. Um, you know, let's see what we get out of Trey Sermon. Because, again, that is that competition with Rashad Penny. Want to see what happens with the 
Yeah, I want to see what happens with the safety position too, just because that spot opposite of Blankenship is wide open still, it seems. Um, and then what's happening at the bottom of the roster with the wide receivers. But I, I feel like most of the people that I was excited to see, Jalen Carter, uh, Jordan Davis has gotten some decent reps. Like it, they, they played already and they probably aren't going to get but so much in this next game. So Tanner McKee. Maybe I'll go with him as maybe the one person I'm most excited to see um, if he can go out and put another show on. So make it tough on it. I mean, I think he took over Ian Book, right? Like he overtook Book. Um, at this point, it's the question of how high can he rise up the depth chart and can he be trusted when the games really matter? Um, yeah, I mean, if I'm looking at uh, players that I want to see excel, I'm, I'm going to go with uh, – I would love to see the wide receiver – Six guys, somebody you know, like Anata and Gata show up. Uh, obviously, um, you know, Kane, uh, you know, I, I know what he is already. Yep. I think, um, you know, tough scene for Tyree Cleveland out here, you know, because he sure. I thought he was having a great camp. Um, I would love to see some Covey, but um, you know he's dealing with his. But I think he's. I think his spot is. I think his spot he's is locked, locked up. Yeah, he's locked in. Like as much as people telling you from former from a former punt returner myself, what he's doing technically, just catching the ball, it's as safe as you can get out there. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I'd love some juice, extra juice. But hey, catch the damn ball. We know what it is. Uh, Blue Mini. Mm-hmm. He, I'm, you're, you're taking a note out of my playbook. He said, "He says this team almost is forcing me to buy Madden again." I, I bought it. See, it's the best. It's the best Madden for me. Uh, the physics and mechanics of the game. Really? Whoa, whoa, improved. okay. It's, it's improved, like um, modernized Madden uh, over the past couple of years. It hasn't really done much, but they definitely changed like how the players interact on the field from like a physics dynamic. Um, and the hits in there are much more. Um, you could you could feel it much better. I am more excited about college football coming back next summer. That's the one that I'm geeked up about. That's going to be a good one, man. And, and Mal is a serious gamer. He he. That's that's the one. He bro. he awarded me his old PS2 with the <laughs> old college game. Yeah, man. That's how much of a psycho he is. So if he's giving you a good review of Madden, I've yeah, seen it was, some. It's better, bro. It's some tech issues. Better. Yeah, tech issues is Madden. It's EA Sports. You're going to always have the same stuff. But as far as, like, the gameplay, uh, it's improved. And they made some slight improvements to franchise mode, too, if that's what you get into. Um, I haven't been able to play it but so much. But uh, when I have been able to play it, it's been dope. And now ask me what I was doing at 4.30 in the morning. Last night. What were you doing at 4.30 in the morning, girl? Franchise mode, Madden. Yes, sir. <laughs> Madden, which which Madden? Last year's edition. Okay. Nah, get 24, bro. I'm telling you. I, I, well, I was trying to, like, figure out if I wanted to, to like, engage mm-hmm. in such uh, tomfoolery with all the stuff I got going on. But I did it anyway. I did it anyway. Was 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 up to my head in roster moves at four thirty in the morning. I was like, get some sleep. What's <laughs> uh, but shout out to my guy Brian Song. He got he has he has uh, tickets with the Raiders season tickets, so they give him Madden for free. So he says, hey, I don't play Madden. Do you want the Madden code? 
Mm. Or do I buy Madden so I can play you like this week? Tough scene out here. You you gotta go ahead, man, and, and just figure it out. But twenty four is definitely worth it. So however you get it, go ahead and acquire that job. Mm-hmm. Uh Ben is still going in on the Cowboys. He said, How are you America's team and haven't won an NFC championship since nineteen ninety five? I mean, these valid questions. Mm. 2020 says uh, the beat spot beats are saying that hurts performance in this camp. Uh, the sharpest ever by a birds QB once was good in 17 McNabb in 04 getting Super Bowl winner vibes. This is, you know, like I had said, uh, two podcasts ago about, um, where hurts really admired Tom Brady's game. It was, it was in practice. Mm-hmm. He had a conversation with Brady about, you know, not putting the ball on, the ground um mm. he's looked great in practice um again i don't need to see him in preseason i'm good with that um did you see that note about um jalen hurts said that he's he thought he had broke his collarbone mm-hmm. in the bears game oh no yeah but i believe and, it that was a hell of a hit so. and he went back in the game knowing after he thought <laughs> he, oh, he's he, a he, he's a gamer um He's a gamer, 100%. And what I continue to love about Jalen Hurts is the improved mechanics, right? That, like, he looked a lot better last year. Um, and from the throws that we get a chance to see, it's like a crispy, man. He, he's hitting A.J. Brown, and he's hitting Devontae on deep, you know, uh, routes. He's hitting Goddard, he's hitting Swift. So they, I'm excited, man. I, I think that he has a 4,000-yard passing season in him. I think he has several in him. And so I look forward to just him being able to use his arm a lot more and dissect defenses with his arm versus with his legs and just really keep the legs for when teams least expect it, goal line situations when we really need it. But I think issues like the Bears game show how important he is because he really wasn't the same quarterback after that hit, despite having time off and, you know, being able to rest some, um, his shoulder was still an issue all the way up to the Super Bowl. So uh, you got to keep him healthy, man. We only go as far as Jalen Hurts takes us. Very true. Um, ben says, we need our young linemen both sides. Show us they ready for the torch to get past to. Mm-hmm. In terms of uh, Bob or Ben, it's a comment from earlier, talking about the depth. Defensive line, I'm, I'm cool with. Offensive mm-hmm. line, you know, obviously being a rookie, Steen, uh, left tackle, and then right guard um, potential. Um, you're talking about um, Sills coming in, getting some some bright guard reps after his um, off field mm-hmm. issues coming back. Um, I'm still wondering, you know, you know where exactly that depth is. You know, Suo Peta, we've we've seen him over the years. I'm just wondering, you know, with Toth and and um, forgetting his name from the Titans that we brought in at right tackle, veteran. Oh, Kelly. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't been he hasn't been the level of consistency that the beats have liked. Mm-hmm. So uh that depth along the offensive line, that is something I am looking at right now. Yeah. Um if you guys have any questions in the comments, let them rip as we get towards the end of the show. Obviously we can go on for days, but uh Pete Nathan has pumped his chest saying that Covey will make the team. Huh? He definitely will. 
Huh? Is that a question mark? Did you forget some punctuation at the end of that? Nah, he he. This it's like a huh, like disappointed. Now John says he is excited to see Steen and Van Sumeren. Um, I'm I, I love all the Steen yeah. reps I can get. Mm-hmm. You see, you see him getting nasty out there. He's got that. He's, they, I, I like to see the nastiness from my old lineman. No, mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> Van the undrafted free agent from Michigan State. A couple of missed tackles in the first preseason game, but uh, you know, yeah. some people have said that he's got a chance. Uh, I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait. Um, I know coming up uh, is college football. I was not ready for this. That was a shocking, shocking uh, when someone told me that college football. Oh, this is Mark Drumheller from Yahoo Sports. Oh, yeah, oh, so I saw Mark. Yeah, long time. Mm-hmm. He uh, he's. If you need any betting tips, That's Mark Drumheller for sure. Mark Drumheller, for former fourth sure, and John guy. Sure. With Yahoo Sports now, giving you he always hot takes. John, bro. Give me a hot take. Also, uh, the Saturday is Fan Fest out there. Anyone in the local area who's looking to attend, not sponsored by uh, Fan Fest, but Brian Dawkins is going to be there. Nick Foles is going to be there. Philly Sports Strips. We'll have a tent. We'll be out there. Uh, Stop by, say what's up. Do you want to talk about the Eagles? You want to see? I don't think. I've ever seen Nick Foles and Brian Dawkins in the same place at one time. Me personally. So now we can prove that they're not the same person. You know what I mean? Two two goats. Now it's time. Two goats. Two goats. Yeah, man. Try, try, def, definitely try not to weird out. Um, but I would love to see Nick Foles. That's I've never met. I've never met Nick Foles. Have you? No. 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 I have not. Our resident Madden um, expert here, Mr. Iflow, definitely been on Madden destroying people. That's a flex. He he sent me the video. (laughs) (laughs) He said it's indeed the best Madden, though. Okay. Yeah, it's for sure the best Madden, bro. Jeez, man. Mal, how good are you at the game? I'm pretty good at Madden. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, I, son, I've been playing Madden since 92. So I will hope after 30 years of playing something, uh, you know what I mean? 20, 30 years of being at it, you'd be, you be half decent at it. Pete says another flex. <laughs> he, he's mad. He's mad. Um, yeah, I used to do uh, Madden tournaments. Mm. Uh, yeah, we used to do them way back in the day. Whew. It's been so long. I don't really care about that no more. But uh, you when you get, get on embarrassed, there and get embarrassed. You play online and you know mix it up, yeah. Or the twenty-one blowout, you got to get off the sticks, and it's like six people waiting, so you ain't playing again for a minute. Now, uh, Jalen Hurts, aka the Fresh Prince, um, he's got a cover on S. Sports Illustrated. I, Congratulations. The, inter- the interview with him is is, is also refer- refreshing. He just talks mm-hmm. about 
is a Sports Illustrated that he had on his wall with his favorite athletes. He did say Bryce Harper was one of his favorite favorite athletes. He said um, Johnny Manziel. Uh, he mentioned a couple other players. That's the thing. Yo, I had this. I had a. I had a wall full of my favorite mm-hmm. athletes on. I had. I don't know. I had a. Uh, I had a Griffey out there. And he said he was very intentional with who he put on his wall. Um, So he told his mom not to change the wall at all. Like he wants to save it and preserve it and look, look back at it. But um, must've been an interesting child, Joe, because he's so, he, he seems to be the same person, right? Like super meticulous um, about his business. He just is getting more mature. So he's able to kind of corral it and harness it better, but he seems to always have been a very intentional person. Um, and I'm just grateful that he's our quarterback, man. Yeah, he was talking about the 90s flair to his uh, love of the game. I mean, love of the, you know, the 90s, you know, his pays homage to his parents who brought him up on uh, 90s hip-hop. And yeah, we, that's what we doing with MJ, baby. There you go. Gonna got him on the 90s Nickelodeon. You know, he, he going to know all about the 90s. Best ever, bro. Best decade that ever existed. Yeah, right now uh, – Jalen Hurts can do no wrong. He just locked in a Hulu Live uh, commercial. So while you might take a little disc, team discount, he's also getting paid on the back end. For sure. It, it all works out. Yeah. Uh, the shape brings up um, the Smitty. They had him in a little pony, little uh, motion here. He he ran, uh, came out of the backfield. Um, what do you think about that? Oh, I love it. That's how um, Cooper Cup gets utilized. They use Debo Samuel. Samuel similarly, uh, Justin Jefferson last year was getting a lot of those looks. I think you just get creative, bro. I think you. It also puts the defense in a compromising position because you can't necessarily send that corner to follow him, depending on what the play is that was called on defense. So, uh, yeah, bro, get AJ Brown moving around like that. Like get get these boys the ball in, in many different. Uh, <laughs> in many different ways so that you could take advantage of the defense. Now, uh, we said to shoot us your questions. Uh, some people have brought their questions to the table. Um, let's see. I saw a question earlier. Um, in a cool tone, says, you are a rookie in the league, what talent are you doing for the rookie talent show? I'm singing James Brown, the big payback. That's your that's your shit. That's all I got. Uh I'd probably I do I'd probably do some custom shoes. Hmm. That's a, that's probably what I hidden hidden random. I also cut hair. I used to be a barber, so I'm I might do a fade. Yeah, I used to cut hair too. I used to, ah, uh, uh, boy, I was, uh, shots out to nice. my man Zach. Hell no. I chipped my son back in the day. I feel terrible about it. Had a big ass spot in a, like a chip hair, uh, baldy in the back. And I retired. Um, John says the Roseman needs to pick up a big right guard project after cuts. We'll see. We'll see what, we'll see what, uh, where they go. They're definitely going to pick somebody up. I mean, it's a roster of riches right now. We, I mean, mm-hmm. this is what we're talking about is depth. That's how crazy we are. 
Uh, Pete Nancy says, what y'all thinking of Johnny King? Looks like nice step piece to have in the slot or in practice squad. I think, yeah, he's earned his, his role in the practice squad, I think. He's been showing up the last couple of weeks. He's he's newly signed. Uh, he's only been here for a couple of weeks, and uh, he's made a couple of plays. Um, how about Pete? How about Devin? How about, how about Devin Allen making a play in practice? You know, the, people have been calling for uh, Devin Allen. Uh, Raxick says uh, he's hoping for Devin Allen to take a huge step, but he's been MIA. You, you know, he dealt with that um, injury. I think he had, I, think, I believe, had a calf strain. So I think overall, I think we'll see. We will see. Um, Bob from Down Under says, Hurt's progress is ridiculous. Zangaro just wrote an article on how he spent the offseason perfecting his back. Shoulder throws, bro. His first, if anyone is paying attention, his that Saints game where he threw that back shoulder fade with a guy rushing right down, right right in front of his face. He threw a dot on that uh, back shoulder fade to Alshon. Hmm. That's that's weird when you think about J- Jalen Hurts and Alshon playing together. It's Alshon seems like seems years ago. Forever, yeah, forever. Yeah, ago, yeah. yeah. But yeah. Well, and that's the approach that the greats make. They spend the summer learning something new, adding something additional. You know, I see a lot of overlap between Jalen Hurts and Kobe. Clearly not Kobe, right? Because Kobe was one <laughs> of one. But you see a lot of the same sort of mental uh, preparation and approach towards things is very similar so yeah man I, i'm i'm just elated that Hurts is our quarterback um he doesn't seem to get you know frazzled or or down or um yeah just he he's showing what he's made of and he's a couple plays away from winning a super bowl so i think the same team can can get back and get over the hump this time around i had one of those moments uh the other night just thinking about the Super Bowl. It's tough. Tough scene. Mm-hmm. Waking up in cold sweats at 3 in the morning. Yep. It happens to the best of us. It does. Um, it does. Bob from Down Under said he would be singing Bodies by the Sex Pistols on stage at the talent show. Uh, shout out to Charles. He says, uh, Gail, can you give Nick Foles Mariota's number so you can give him some pointers on how to be a backup QB, please? First of all, let's... This is something we have to come to terms with how important it is in the city of Philadelphia to be QB2. Jalen Hurts at one time was QB2. Nick Foles backing up Carson Wentz was QB2. Mm -hmm. QB2s have a history in Philadelphia. QB2 is a very important position, man. Um, Mark asks, he says, uh, has Sippos secured the punting job? I have heard that, uh, they, they want to see something at a Sippos on, um, mm-hmm. Thursday and that he knows that his job is on the line. Everyone's, these are what Eagle fans are talking about. We're talking about punters, wide receiver fives. Linebacker role. Um, ben asked, "Are you impressed with Desai, or is it just poor depth making?" His vanilla stuff looks so. 
I, again, they're not going to show their hand. I just think in practice, I'm hearing the things that I want to hear. Like, I'd love to see um, Bradbury in the slot going up against some of these bigger guys. I've seen it heard about, you know, uh, Bradbury being a a uh, quasi linebacker from Kemsky in, in some situations. I think you, you can't be afraid to try things. Mm-hmm. I think that's what we want to see from our defensive coordinator. Yeah. Now, Ben asks, y'all think the Eagles go with five or six wide receivers? I'll go with you, Mal, first. Oh, man. Had Tyree Cleveland not gotten hurt, I probably would have said six. I'm going to go – We'll go five um, unless somebody does really jump out in this preseason game where you don't think you can get them through practice squad uh, or through waivers to the practice squad. But I, I don't know that there's enough of these young players that you have to go six. Yeah. Hmm. Well, with a flex, not a flex, with flex of the knowledge, Cunningham was QB two as well. Now, do you get the uh, Kelly Green jersey yet? No, not yet. So, if you were to buy a jersey, who would that be? It's Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts? Yeah. Shack, I did see your comment about in my DMs about jersey. (sighs) Jalen Hurts just sold out at the the shop. Just, Just letting you know. Uh, shout out to Dylan. He says, are we believing the hype with Jalen Carter? Got Slate talking him up in lane, supposedly. From yes. someone who's watched all his snaps in college, um, you shouldn't be surprised by what you're hearing about Jalen Carter. From, from us, too, during draft season, we've been so high on Jalen Carter. Yes. The fact that we got him is where I wake up in cold sweats and, like, I can't believe that happened. Right? Can you believe that happened? No. Yeah, I remember you saying. Teams passed on them, but no. Yeah. (laughs) I remember Val saying, I I stopped watching Jalen Carter tape because I didn't even think we could get him. So that's where we're at. That's how geeked up Mal is that he got booted from the chat. Uh, but I remember that was the time. Um, fun times, though. Fun yeah, times. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, let's see. I think I think Kenny Gainwell is going to be the. Let, let's let's throw this in the chat. Who's going to be your most surprising unsung hero? Come for season. the season. Yep, unsung hero. I'm going to go Alameda Zacchaeus, bro. I think he has a chance behind Smitty and behind uh, A.J. Brown to really kind of take it to the next level. I think, again, there's just a lot of uncertainty in that wide receiver room behind your two alphas. So anybody could kind of step up there. But, yeah, I think Zacchaeus brings a unique skill set to that role, uh, played predominantly in the slot, but can kick outside if you need to. Um, and has been making plays in camp. He's somebody that you continue to hear his name, um, at least consistently enough that you believe he'll make the team. Mm, that's that's see how Dylan 
took the words out of my mouth. I, I was gonna go. I was gonna go Brown as well. I think somebody, you know, I think from a, just a special teams. I just think there's there's guys like even a Sean Bradley or you could say a, a, a Christian Ellis, guys on special teams that show up that need you need juice from. I think, uh, you know, I, I think this team is missing that. So I think um, with Bradley going down, somebody on special teams got to be, got to be that dude, got to be that dude. Uh, Rackshack says uh, he's going with Kelly Ringo. Okay. All right. All right. Um, trying to bring up some other people's. Um, Pete Nathan also says Olamide Zacchaeus is one of his. What do you think? What are you feeling on Quest? You think he uh, he brushes the dirt off his shoulder? Yeah, I think Quest still sticks around. I mean, he has that game breaking speed. He seems to have been at least not making enough mistakes that his job is in question. They, they seem to be still invested in him. They were talking him up the whole offseason. So, uh, I think again, it comes down to whether or not he could hold Zacchaeus off for that third spot. But he'll be in a rotation at wide receiver. Mark says that the Eagles will win another Super Bowl before my Kelly Green jerseys get shipped. It's possible. Now, see, Mark, if you would have hit me up, you would have saw that that was your opportunity to get that jersey. Eagle fans start lining up at 3 a.m. to buy the Kelly Green jersey. Out there with the sickos. Still one of the, I'm going to be, be honest with you, it's one of the most fun experiences that I've had in the last couple of years. Nice. Because it was so stupid of us to be out there at 3 a.m., but it was so fun. So mm-hmm. fun. Uh, again, shout out to Hollywood Hearn, who's working hard for the money. Shout out to, uh, Prime, who's on family vacation. Yes, sir. Shout out to uh, shout out to um, Hollis, who's in Milwaukee. All right, Milwaukee. Yeah. Now, give me give me one player offensively and defensively you'd love to see the Eagles add. Some guy on your radar. A player. Um, I've been saying Donovan Peoples Jones at wide receiver for the. The longest yeah, just because he's in a situation in Cleveland where um, there's competition for snaps and they might see him as expendable. On defense, man, I don't know. I think Buda Baker is the easy answer, but I don't know that we need as much help at safety as we, we imagine that we do at this point. So um, it will probably be a linebacker, but there's really nobody that like jumps out to me that that would be worth like giving up draft capital for. Though maybe Kareem, uh, I'm gonna go second offensive, bro. I'm gonna throw Kareem Hunt in there. I think Kareem Hunt would be real interesting uh, in the Eagles' offense. Um, you know, if they decide that Penny and Sermon, some of these other guys at the bottom of the roster don't really fit what they're looking for, um, you know, kick the tires and see if Hunt still has something in the tank. Yeah, it's, it's it's funny. I also did this, you know. It's not always in real life that you can add some of these players, but I would love to add 
you know, yeah, I don't love playing. You don't you don't want to pay for a running back, but if a team is tanking and you're looking for a power back, imagine our offensive line with AJ Dillon on in, in, in the cold months mm-hmm. of football, where yeah. you're just trying to play power football with the kind of bro that would be insane to add a power back like that, who's not getting paid right now. Because what, what what is what are the Packers going to do? You think the Packers are five hundred team probably? Trade them during midseason? Yeah, possibly. Well, it, it, that's that's more of a personal. I love to see. I love to. I love to see that power game uh, lit up because we'll we'll see what Rashad Penny brings to the table. Uh, Dylan asks, "Who's going to be the starting linebackers? You got Dean and uh, Morrow." They aren't trying to stand up. Nolan Smith thought he he's, he takes he takes some reps out there, but nothing. Yeah. It's uh it's going to be Dean and Cunningham. That would be my guess, man. I mean that's that's who I'm looking out for, and I think it would be great to see the Eagles win the Super Bowl and Kelly Green's. That would be dope. It's the you know so I think that would be a dream come true for us all. Um, this team is built to to win over the next few years. Howie's done such a great job of keeping this team balanced, but also keeping the books in check too. So, yeah, man, you know we're so close, man. I'm ready. Like, let's let's start playing some real meaningful football now. And uh, enough of the speculation. Let's see who steps up and let's see who shows out. Everybody's talking about how the Eagles have a difficult schedule this year and it won't be so easy. Um, people are already doubting the, the team before we even played a meaningful down. So let's see how the Eagles respond. Now, Pete says, Aaron Donald, I know this won't happen. Um, mm. Ev's ear is ringing at work, but it would be fun. I This is also the same conversation I had at Home Depot today, Pete. So not only you, you the only person thinking this, <laughs> he's like, what do you think of Aaron Donald playing for the Eagles? I'm like, uh, it'd be great, but. But I think uh, Sue would be the most reasonable. Won't cost you anything. Just sign him for some cheap money. That would be nice. Uh, in a cool tone, says uh, James Harden is the 76ers version of Namdi Asamoah. And you ain't a liar. In a cool tone. Tough scene out here for the Sixers world. That's a, that's a, that's a conversation. I can see the hurt in people's eyes when they say the Sixers because they you know. Because you know. people sacrificed and trusted the process and did all of this stuff for Brian Colangelo to come in and like undermine it, and then the rest of the GMs and Maury now to just finish the job, bro. Like the Sixers are, are dead men walking. So all we got is the birds right now, but uh, I'm excited. I think the Eagles will give us something to cheer for and be excited for as a city. Pete Nathan asks, running backs, four or five. Mal, what you got? I'm going four. Going four. And that is Boston Scott. Yeah, it's the, last, the last guy. Mm-hmm. Gainwell and the uh, Swift. Swift. Yeah. No, Swift is – Swift is <sighs> – I, man, I, He's good at team. football, man. This team is stacked, man. I'm not gonna even say it. I'm not gonna even. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not gonna even say it. I'm not gonna even say it. Um, damn, Pete, with the hard hit question, 
questions. Uh, o line and nine or ten. Let's go nine. I say, I say, maybe ten, and they cut someone when they figure out who they who they got. Yeah. Uh, Rack check chimes in. We go four running backs: Earth, Wind, Fire with Scott on the drums. Pete, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at it at all. I'm not mad at that at all. Um, before we get out of here, I want to give a shout out to uh, Bud Light for holding down us us at the tailgates. Always appreciate your support over the years. I uh, also want to shout out Concha Hawkin Italian Bakery, 50 years of cool, and tomato pies as well. Uh, give Tina your love when you show when you show up and get um get them uh Italian cookies too. That's that's the, that's a prime favorite. It's a prime favorite. You know, it's uh, almost that time to eat. Yes, sir. Prime was at Burger Time recently. He was talking about Burger Time on the last pod. Went out there, got a uh, burger with an egg on it. Uh, if you guys are old school gamers, Burger Time was a video game back in the day. They have a spot out in South Jersey. Go show them your love if you're trying to get some crazy ass burgers. They 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 remix the burger. It's the home of the remix. Burgers, hot dogs with Fritos in it. It's it can get spicy. No? no. Not feeling that? Not for me. Uh let's we have a couple more questions here. Who's the biggest threat for us this year, real realistic realistically from Mr. Iflow? We'll go to eat. The Eagles are like you always your biggest threat, right? That I think a little threat for us, though. Got to execute. Yeah, that's for us. We are our biggest Ooh. threat is execution. We got a, a new offensive coordinator, a new defensive coordinator. If those things don't click, if the if people aren't taking to the slight changes to the system, but new systems, um, it could be ugly. And you know, again, folks are predicting that we have a pretty tough slate for that through like the middle of the season. So, yeah. Uh, I think I, I don't know that externally there are a bunch of threats to us. I think the Eagles are one of, if not the best team, top to bottom in the league. So it's us. We got to go out and execute and, and make the plays. That was a, that was a deep. That was a very deep question. I think if you were in a at a, at a uh, combine in the way that you answered that question, I think you would probably impress the NFL. <laughs> They're like, bro, he he flipped the question on its head. He. he Mal went with the, your your own worst enemy. Yes. All right. If I I, I like that answer. If I'm going to be, I'm just going to just put it out there. I just think uh, in the NFC, mm-hmm. who who realist realistically? Ah, I mean, if the Cowboys don't implode on themselves, I think yeah. uh, I think their head coach. Your CB one calling your your quarterback a bitch ain't a good look though. Well, you see other head coaches now calling the plays again because his job is online. He's like, if I'm going down with this burning ship, I'm gonna call the plays. Got to, bro. Um, and, and that's always the last step before getting fired. So, yeah, clearly the writing is on the wall. Uh, Blue Mini says the only problem coming out of practice right now is executing substitutions. I do think uh, execution is. Very key, I think that's the one thing that you know, sloppy uh, execution has been it's reared its ugly head a little bit, yeah. 
Uh, Pete Nason says, I predict the Saints will win 12 games because they got an easy schedule. I think um, the Giants, Giant fans are feeling themselves out there. They need to pump the brakes. I got a lot of Giant friends that are fans. Let's uh, let's pump the brakes. Um, but again, shout out to you guys out in the chat. I appreciate you guys sticking around. I'm going to let everyone do What is your last word, Mal? Hey, man, just uh, excited to be here. Shouts out to the fellas doing all of their different endeavors. Uh, Shouts out to my wife. and She's downstairs holding it down with Malcolm Jr. as always. So I uh, appreciate her and, and him for just being dope. And appreciate you, brother. Uh, you know, always glad to get on the podcast and, and rock out with you. And, man, the season's almost here. All this talking from the all letdown of this, this, the Super Bowl ending through the draft and mock drafts and now preseason and training camp and cuts. It's almost here, man. So excited for that. Excited for, you know, the live shows and, and to be able to just, yeah, do it up. We got, we got a, a great season coming up and a lot of really dope opportunities for us to in, engage and interact with folks. So um, when we in your city, man, pop out, come holler at us. Uh, the levels, there's levels to this, and I feel like we're in that – we're in that phase that's getting close. You could almost to taste off, bro. Taste the victory. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm not gonna lie. The uh, mock draft season was the most fun I had in a long time. Y'all held me down with the mocks. Uh, and the fact that we got we got pretty close to the the guys that we were talking about. So we did. Everybody in the chat did the work here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but shout out to uh, shout out to Evan Prime and Hollis. Um, you know, doing the Lord's work out there. Um, again, my last word is, uh, I need some, somebody to come help me paint, man. What's up? This, I got you. You ain't, bro, you ain't I invite stayed, me to the crib. I can't help you if, not, if you ain't invite not, me to not the yet, crib. Man. I, not yet. I, I stayed up till 430, 4.30 in the morning, uh, to paint the den after I saw a painting quote from, uh, guy out there i was like wow wow this is how much so we still we still going with somebody but i'm just saying if uh anybody wants some beer and some pizza and we'll get on the sticks i'm just kidding i'm just kidding i'm just kidding uh but shout out to uh y'all we'll see you guys in the next one and as always fly eagles fly